Shalom, this is Reb Yara Ben Emmet with the Torah Watchman Podcast Channel. Hope everyone has been sincerely well, no matter what's going on in this crazy, whacked out world we live, right? I mean, whether your glass is, is half full, half empty, the Jew says, Bokashem, Bokashem, even though you're sick as a dog. I was sick this morning, I was sick this week, stomach flu going on, yes, it is June 8th. Uh, 2022 not quite summer is feeling like summer it's not quite a summer solstice yet that's another week or two but anyway hope everyone has been well i have a very uh, good podcast uh that i read on uh again breitbart middle east section also read about this on uh, r7 israel national news bar none my very favorite israeli news outlet out there there are very few, very few. I don't go to Jerusalem Post anymore. I call, referred to as Jerusalem Compost. And I never go to Haaretz. I'm sorry for mentioning his name, but these are liberal rags through and through. I don't go to them. I encourage you, the Hasidic Jew, do not go to those news outlets because they are extremely biased. What you, Who you talking to now? What is Yara Ben Emmett? I live in Silver Spring, Maryland. I actually spent $700,000 to live in my own Epidox era, so I don't have to blow smoke out my tailpipe. Yes, I walk to Shul, I walk to synagogue every Holy Shabbos, Bokashem, Bokashem. Anyway, all kidding aside, uh, the podcast I want to talk to you about is India slams Muslim countries after ruling party spokesman mentions Muhammad Child Bride. Okay? Now, what am I talking about? Okay, first of all, let me just provide a disclaimer. If someone insulted the Holy Prophet Moshe, who is incidentally mentioned more times in the Holy Quran than the Holy Prophet of Muhammad, um, I may be offended. I'm, you know, whatever, to each their own. Everyone has their own choice and everyone has their own opinion about things. Um, but it is what it is. Um, Moshe is not my redeemer. He's not my savior. I don't have any idols or any, any drawings of him around the house per se. No paintings of him, whatever. No graven images. Uh, Hashem is my savior. He's my one and truly true savior, my redeemer. As to let all say that I don't look for Mashiachs or Messiahs or whatever, anything else. Um, I don't have to go to the bat and talk to to a Buddhist monk up there about what it doesn't mean to be alive and what happens in the hereafter. I don't go to all that stuff. Anyway, disclaimer out. Uh, Muslims are welcome to believe whatever they believe in, just as Jews are welcome to believe in whatever they choose, Buddhists, Hindu, Christians, and different, okay? We need to be all sensitive to other people's feelings, okay? Uh, it is very easy to insult someone if they wear their feelings on the shoulder. Some Muslims, not all of them, really get so incensed, so angry. I mean, really vit vitriol ang anger there to the point of death threats. Uh, I think Solomon Rusty's drawings and everything of Muhammad, he has death threats to this day. Um, you know, it shouldn't go that far, right? But what are the, all the, what is all the, the uh, story about going on in India? with all the unrest, with the minor um, uh, religious uh, denomination there, which is comprised of Muslims, yes. Uh, India is a predominantly Hindu country, and then I'd say Buddhist, then I'd say Muslims, and there's uh, a few Jews thrown in there, 
and there's even fewer no-hides there. My uh, parental bloodline actually comes from Gujarat, India, so I have spiritual connections there, okay? So anyway, the Indian government made some conciliatory statements. In other words, they were apologetic uh, to uh, insulting primarily Muslims within their country, and of course, next door to Pakistan, okay? A spokeswoman for the ruling BJP party made, a, made televised comments seen as critical of Islam's Muhammad two weeks ago, okay? But as the condemnation from Muslim nations and demands for additional acts of constriction keep pouring in, the administration of the Prime Minister Narendra Modi is pushing back against its critics. Okay, bear with me. The controversy describes in detail here boils down to BJP spokeswoman Nepur Sharma mentioning that Muhammad married a, is in quotes, um, it's, I mean, it's translated from Arabic to English. It says, married a six year old girl and had sexual relations with her when she turned nine. Okay, um, now here you have a non Muslim woman. Someone who may be in a Buddhist or Hindu garb, I'm not sure. I don't know the person, but she, certainly she is not wearing a burqa. Uh, Muslims do not generally welcome non-Muslims, quoting uh, this particular passage from the Quran, because it is extremely inflammatory, as widely misunderstood, and it, it, it borrows toward Islamophobia um, attacks and stereotypes and things like that. Again, everyone should respect each other's respective religious affiliation and denomination. Okay, that's what it comes to. Okay, um, so um, they the main um, the main argument by Muslims in India and Pakistan. Uh, you have a non-Muslim woman, an emphasized woman, and her tone or inflection of her voice when she quoted this was insulting to them. Okay, and I believe it began and ended there except when you started burning banners of this lady and when you started having death threats and other insulting visual vitriol uh hateful uh you know denigrogry toward this person uh just from her quoting this one small verse in the quran okay bjp suspended sharma so they took they took action against her for saying this because Again, India plays fair with all its religion, religious po- population. It does not pick favorites, at least it does not try to pick favorites. I always mentioned before, there are some Jews there, uh, primarily in Gujarat. Many of them uh, went Aliyah uh, because Benjamin Netanyahu recognized them, I think, in 2019 or maybe a little bit before, maybe 2017, I cannot remember. And there's a growing Nohide population in Anhar Pradesh. But beyond the point here is that India does encourage everyone to get along. But that doesn't always happen because there's always instigators in India, Muslims instigators from Pakistan that stir in the pot. Okay. But uh, Muslims are calling uh, calling her for blasphemy, which is a capital offense when you commit blasphemy against a holy prophet of Muhammad. Now, I want you to understand this clearly as a warning to everyone out there. Listen, you have to respect Muslim feelings and dispositions when you live 
alongside with them uh, as your neighbors, okay? You don't have to understand why they're angry, but you have to un- you have to know when they tell you this is insulting, this is considered blasphemy, you need to back away, re-engage, and try to change the paradigm there from hatred to something more positive, at least neutral, okay? So the Mumbai police might be ready to oblige them as Mumbai Police Commissioner Sanjay uh, Pandey told reporters on Monday, um, this has just happened just a, f- um, just a few days ago, Sharma will be summoned to give a formal statement. Okay, she does have rights before um, uh, a jury of her peers. Uh, they do have parliamentary kind of system of government in India and it's very much like a democracy. The police also said Sharma has reported several threats against her life, so she has been granted a protective detail, so she's in protective custody, okay? But now there are death threats against her for speaking out of, out of, um, out of her lane, per se, quoting something from the Quran as a non-Muslim woman that was insulting to some some uh, the ears and, and predispositions of some of the Muslims that, that, that heard or saw the televised broadcast. Um, she should have said these things in private, but she went on television. There's a lot of, I'm sure she has a lot of regret for what she did, okay? I'm not taking sides here. I'm really not. I'm just trying to speak proof, uh, truthfully here. So there are restrictions. Uh, um, Muslim put restrictions on non, non-Muslims for their behavior. Uh, Muslim put restrictions on Jews in the past. For our behavior, in fact, Muslims have more problems with Jews. And just throw this in, who are who are not Orthodox, who do not keep Holy Shabbos, than those Jews um, uh, that are Reform-minded. Okay. So moving forward, okay, um, Muslims, of course, um, they want their women to wear headscarves. Uh, um, some Americans go to Saudi Arabia, for instance. Or some Americans go to Arab countries where it's predominantly Muslim. They usually wear a headscarf to just show respect for the standard protocols of conduct by women, or at least perceptions of how women should behave in Muslim-controlled governments and communities. Okay, so um, respect. Um, I'm gonna put it here that. That especially in the light of a series of decisions banning headscarves and educational institutions, what um, Pakistan mainly and some Muslims in India are saying, you're already showing signs of, of growing Islamophobia because you ban headscarves for women uh, in schools. So Muslim women cannot wear headscarves to cover the face. Maybe it's, it's about security, covering their face or whatever. There's also a number of Indian states where there's actually be demolitions of Muslim property in addition to increase of violence against them. The OIC said, the OIC is the intelligence military controlled government in Pakistan. Uh, quickly, uh, you know Usama bin Laden, the Al-Qaeda terrorist that was responsible for managing the 9-11 attacks against, against America. He was held in protective custody essentially for about six or seven years until SEAL Team 6 took him out in the Obama administration. So they were hiding uh, Osama bin Laden within Pakistan and we were giving federal funds to them to fight terrorism. So just think about this. OIC and Pakistan 
by many countries is considered as an organization, a governmental body, military body that's responsible for Islamic terrorism, okay? India's Ministry of External Affairs on Tuesday categorically rejected the unwarranted and narrow-minded comments of the OIC. It's not politically correct uh, for the Muslims to get so angry at this woman for speaking out of context, okay? I'm sure she did not mean any defamation against the Holy Prophet of Muhammad, but it is what it is. Some people look for for uh, any excuse whatsoever to for bigotry, uh, for discrimination against other people, especially if there was a, a growing violence and growing, um, um, trying to say, conflict of interest within India leading up to this point. That's probably true, okay? The, the offensive tweets and comments uh, denigrating religious uh, personality were made by certain individuals. They do not in any manner reflect the views of government of India. So again, quickly, the government of India says uh, this woman, her personal views do not represent the government and the people of India's views toward Islam in any way. Okay? And well said for them. India has been a, been a well-respected nation of Israel, uh, supporting Israel uh, for many, many years. There's no anti-Semitism in India against the Jewish people unless it's for more radical sex. Um, Baghi accused the OIC of making motivated, misleading, and mischievous comments that expose a divisive agenda being pursued at the behest of vested interests. In other words, Muslim uh, insiders uh, from Pakistan in India has been causing numerous problems for peace-loving Muslims I don't know if Shia or Sunni conflict or whatever is happening, but there's a lot of argument right now over, over Kashmir and things of this nature. Um, both India and Pakistan are nuclear armed nations. Pakistan summoned India's charge, the affairs to express Islamabad's category, categorical rejection and strong condemnation of the highly derogatory remarks made by two senior officials of India ruling party BJP about the Holy Prophet Muhammad. So it's not just one incident, it's two. I don't know about the other one. The Pakistani foreign minister on Sunday said Sharma's remarks were totally unacceptable and have not only deeply hurt the sentiments sentiments of, of the people of Pakistan, but Muslims across the world. So what would you do in this situation um, if you were caught into a politically volatile situation where where people were, were issuing death threats against you when you try to calm the waters as much as possible okay i do commend india they do not want their uh, india by their religion by by hindus and buddhists are peace loving people they are peace loving people and do, they do, do not want to cause any harm even to animals much less human beings okay so to wrap this up um, you know, Israel loves India. India loves the Jewish people. I'm from India, and my ancestral ties are there. I have distant cousins in Gujarat. Um, that's why I'm speaking on behalf of India's interests. But I also want to be a coach here and speak on behalf of Muslim interests that are insulted by what was said here, okay? It's no one's business 
about the Quran. It's a very holy book that if you're not Muslim, especially women are not encouraged uh, to speak out boldly against anything that's scandalous or potentially scandalous or potentially misunderstood and taken out of context, like the uh, verse uh, that this lady quoted about Muhammad. Okay, um, I thought this was interesting. This is just human being, human interaction among other people. We all have different points of view, different worldview. We all from different walks of life. But at the same day, same time, we're all created in the image of Hashem. We're all created in the image of God, right? And that's beautifully sweet. So can't we all try to get along and try to mend fences here? What is required? I mean, this lady already lost her job and lost her political status and position. Uh, she's already in fear of her life and her family's life. She's in protective custody. So her freedoms have been taken away, at least temporarily. So, you know, she has been punished. And um, the accusation of blasphemy is very serious. It's a capital offense and uh, Islam uh, to commit blasphemy against the Holy Prophet Muhammad. That's just something to consider that. Okay? Yara Ben Emmett signing out. God bless you. Please go to YouTube. Look up Word and Board. Look up my documentaries about Judaism, about Jewish history, about our conflicts and interests of Christians, about Nohais, about converting to Judaism. Whatever you can imagine, it's there. A Torah teaching is there. A Talmudic uh, elaboration is there as well. Listen, thank you for uh, contributing to me. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Please share the wealth of knowledge and love and truth to everyone you know. I'm a light of house on the hill. I will not be hidden. I'm not politically correct. And I will do everything that's humanly possible to speak the emmet, honest truth at all times, especially when it's not convenient. Shalom Aleichem. Yarbin Emmett signing out.